check, check, mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Truck Hero, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. It is noon Pacific. Thanks for listening. Thursday, March 23rd. Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series coming in hot to Detroit this weekend. Six rounds left, and we officially have a title chase right now in the 450 class. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Let's talk some Detroit Supercross, or we can talk about the series in general. And uh, we'd really appreciate that if you uh, tell us what, what's on your mind. Fly Racing Freestone Mountain Bike Helmet is what we are giving away today from the folks at flyracing.com. Please check them out. they got much more than just gear, whether it's hard parts, whether it's uh, snowmobile stuff, whether it's mountain bike stuff. Flyracing.com has got you covered. Millsaps, Baggett, Pike, Canard, those type of guys. Truck Hero, uh, appreciate the guys at Truck Hero for coming on board. Of course, there are premium uh, companies uh, composed of brands like Back Industries, Undercover, NFAB, Bedrug, and more. Truck Hero, proud sponsor of Auto Trader JGR Suzuki, ProTaper.com, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, all use ProTaper bars and sprockets. And we thank those guys as well as Get Ignition, Get Data, Chad Reed, Cooper Webb, who is coming back this weekend for Detroit. They use Get as well as the JGR Suzuki bikes. Destroy the start, get some Get Ignitions for you. Jason Thomas will be on later uh, to talk a little Supercross. And again, 702-586-7857 will take your calls in studio. Don't have in-studio guests too often for this show. But in-studio today for the first half of the show, the Racer X Editor-in-Chief, Davey Coombs. What's up, DC? Just another day in paradise, and in this case, quite quite literally, paradise. <laughs> I don't know. If, well, we have a paradise road, and there is a club paradise on that road. Yep. I was on, I was on my way to the Detroit Supercross and, and uh, our annual guys road trip, and it got sort of sideways, and I ended up out here to celebrate my friend Dr. Joe's dad's 82nd birthday. And take him to a Britney Spears concert. Oh. <laughs> wow! Well, hey, what better way than, than to do it in Vegas? Uh, thanks for coming in. Twenty years of Racer X. Uh, we just f- finished a half of a podcast. It'll be up soon on Racer X Online, uh, and uh, it's an interesting. Twenty years of magazines in the, in the industry, and whether it's online or magazine stuff, uh, you've seen the sport change quite a bit. Yeah, for sure, and uh, probably uh, in you know some ways good, some ways not so good. But uh, we're all doing the best we can, whether you're a, a motocrosser or a media guy. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly right. And new new thing for MX Sports, the, the parent company of Racer X, something that, something that you work on. Not, not the parent company, the sister company. Sister we'll company, say. okay. Next door company. Uh, Ustream agreement. So USGP. When are you announcing that? People want to know. <laughs> when are you announcing USGP and, no, and, and his nation? Is, is FIM 150 motocrosser would say, <laughs> what are you waiting for the ink to dry? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Soon. All right. Please do it. Uh, appreciate it. We're, we're actually very proud of that, by the way, to have uh, 
been able to sort of end the forever war and, and uh, start focusing on uh, yeah. having a, a good quality USGP that yep. that, that uh, the AMA can work on and be proud of, and and also uh, you know get the motocross of nations back here. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. Uh, it should be fantastic. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for DC or or myself, Steve Mathis, uh, working over in there in the corner. Our usual producer not here, but our Monday night guy is. He's stepping in. He's filling in for the V Tits legendary, Travis Marks. What's up? Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's too bad. Superfan Dungy, Dungy Superfan Tits ain't there to, for me to ask him I, if he's worried. I was going to say, why don't you just ask me and I'll pretend. Are you worried? Eh, <laughs> yeah, maybe hey, a little bit. It's just dirt bike racing. It is. There's more to life. <laughs> there is more to life. Uh, and I think he's, I, I'm not as what, worried as you are. What's going on, do you think? That's I, the, think that, I think that Ryan Dungy has a long game. He, he's always had a long strategy. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, Ricky, Ricky was the master of this. When, when the night's going to give you a third, you take a third. Yeah. It's that night when it, you, you won a second and you end up 18th, which is what happened to Eli early yeah. in the yeah. thing. Uh, you know, he still got the points lead, but, yeah. you know, it's like watch, watching a West Virginia basketball game, which I'm going to do at 430. They have this terrible habit of losing points leads at the end of games. <laughs> Dungy does not, right. but, but Eli's definitely coming. But um, I wouldn't hit the panic button just yet. Okay, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Marv catching and passing him, right? Like so, you don't see that. It's been two years since Dunge has gotten a fourth place. He's gotten two of them this year. So again, granted, the Daytona ride was amazing, but fourth place. Um, and Eli's margin of error is still slim. Like one crash, like you said, Dunge puts two, three, five points on him. And now you're running out of time. Yeah, and and and, and again, you know, I I think that I thought the series was going to go like um, Supercross 2003, where Reed okay. won the last six races. If yep. you go back and look, the last six races had the exact same podium. Yep. One, two, three was Chad, then Ricky, then Ernie. Ernesto. Yep. And uh, uh, but Ricky knew. Not Tim Ferry. Not my. Not, not Tim Ferry. No. Tim, Tim Ferry is a close fourth. Thank you. Uh, but uh, they uh, Ricky Ricky did the math, and, yeah. and something wasn't right, and things weren't. Whatever, and uh, but he knew that as long as he got second, he was okay. He could run out the clock, and I think that Ryan had that opportunity, but that opportunity is now gone. Mm-hmm. He has to he yeah. has to beat him a couple yeah. times, and I think he can beat him a couple times. But but I, the the one guy I wouldn't want to have this battle with right now is Eli Tomac. He's, yeah. he's strong, he's confident, he's got a head of steam up, and he looks like Chad Reed in in '03. And yeah. and if he, if he wins out, uh, yeah. Then, 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 then uh, we're gonna have a new Supercross champion, but a deserving one. As as a as a, as a race promoter that you are, sometimes with MX Sports and everything else, when you see Kenny Roxon go out, won the first two, uh, goes out with a, a bad injury, and Racer X, why well, can't just caught up with him? It's a video on Racer X online. Um, that hurts, doesn't it? it? Hurts Kenny, hurts the series. Well, first of all, when, yeah. you're, when you're when you're friends with these guys, yeah, it, 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 it's devastating. Uh, and 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 when you see something as spectacular. As as what happened to Ken and is 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 graphic, uh, you know he he he's he's our defending champion mm-hmm. Lucas Oil Pro Motocross. Uh, Honda had bet a great great yep. deal on him. Uh, you know Red Bull, everyone, you know, and yeah. of course you know Felt Motorsports yep. thought that they were going to have you know this this great international battle out there, um, and 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 you know we all lose when when Kenny gets hurt like that, but but the the real concern we all have is. Can he come back? Yeah, because an injury like that is—it's um, a serious. Stuff. It's a it's a it's a it's yeah. a serious deal, and I, I don't know how you mentally can completely erase that. But yeah. then again, you know, 
he 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 sounds acts and 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 thinks you know like the person he is which is one of the best motocross riders i've ever seen in my life and if anyone can can come back from that kind of crash it's a kid like ken Rock. yeah you yeah you really feel for everybody whether it's honda red bull the series itself all of us the fans we all lose when that happens and but tomac's making a nice run at this it's going to be exciting either way you know it's going to go down to vegas yeah and, yeah and and, and but, but you know the, the 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 problem we have is is promoters you know let's get, get yeah. back to that you've also lost cooper webb you know yep. and and that, that was two of your top four guys mm-hmm. you know that that you thought going into the season if if you're if you're felled and and, and it really takes some of the steam out mm-hmm. and and now we're kind of in that the dog days of of the, you know the sort of the beginning the stretch run uh these northern cities uh it 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 it's kind of narrowed down to two guys, yeah, and, yeah. and and that 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 makes it hard to sell tickets. Although last week in Indianapolis, fantastic crowd, yeah, yeah really, but maybe the best crowd of the year. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Now the big news for Detroit is Cooper Webb is coming back. He's missed uh, four, I think, with a shoulder injury. His his rookie year, he got got some podiums. He struggled in the beginning. Does he remind? Okay, Ricky Carmichael. Okay, so is that what you're thinking? Is yep. that is that? Because I've gone on the record on my shows and stuff, I think he's going to challenge for the title real soon. I, I, I would agree, and um, I think that I think that if you look at uh, RC, mm-hmm. if you look at Villapoto, yeah, uh, you know, not not everyone gets to be champion as a as a rookie. Yeah, there, you know, yeah. it takes a certain set of circumstances to be Jeremy McGrath in '93 or or Ryan Dungey in 2010, yeah. or you know, however it works out. Um, but yeah, Cooper, Cooper. This is just a bump in the road. I, I, I do think he's he's going to be one yep. of the guys real soon. Yep. And and he reminds me of the struggles that Ricky had in ninety nine or, or Or even um like R V uh, there was a break. Yep. Seattle came back, he won Seattle. Yeah, in his rookie if year. you remember he was doing so bad his rookie year, he had to take time off. He he missed he a couple races. He did, yeah. yeah, that's right. I think you're right. Yeah. So uh seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven, give us a call. We're still gonna give away a fly racing freestone mountain bike helmet. Uh please, yeah, give us a call and a few lines open still. Uh so Chad Reed, right? Friend of mine, friend of yours. Um he hasn't been doing that well this year. We have Glendale to hang our hats on. Great ride. He's done uh fantastic. I think uh there was another round in there they did pretty well, but generally it's been off for him. Now he keeps saying, like, look. I feel like I can win, and until I, until I know I can't, I'm staying out there. But man, like, I don't know if Chad can get back there. I, you know, it's it's getting tougher and tougher when you think about the investment that you have to make to become like a guy yeah. at, at, at the yeah. level to to win. But I, I think that if Chad just got a start, yeah, uh, and 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 uh, you know, put his head down, kind of like he did in 2011. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, I I promised myself. Many times that I was never going to write Chad Reed no, off, I agree. and I'm not going to do it now. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I still think he can be up there. I think yeah. he, he he'll, he'll he'll get the right circumstances to get that yeah. to get that win. I, I I don't believe he's won his last race. Uh, and when he held off Dungeon in the heat race in Indianapolis for the last spot in the main event, that might have been the loudest the crowd got all night. It was right then when Chad got Chad got the fourth spot fighting off Dungey. Yeah. So fans still want to see it happen. You yeah, know, I, I think that whether you're Mike LaRocco or Chad Reed or Wyndham, yeah. you know, you, you you become familiar with an athlete, whether he's from uh, Centerville, Mississippi, or yeah. Kurakura, Australia, yeah. or whatever. Um, uh, and and I think that everyone you know has grown to to really love and appreciate Chad and the things that he brings to to every race. And uh, I, I'm again, I'm sure he's not done. And and uh, it it was like when Wyndham packed it up, like he was uh, he went nine ten the first two rounds, right? And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you can, you're still. And he's just no. 
I don't want to do that. He, he, you know, Jeff Stanton said it best. When is the time to retire? The moment you ask someone if it's time to retire. <laughs> and, and he goes, when, you, when, you're, when you're asking that question, stop. And Stanton was there that night and talking to, to yeah. Wyndham when yeah. he pulled the plug, like quite literally after one practice. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, um, you know, Jeff Emig was part of that conversation and Ziggy and myself and Mitch Payton. And yeah. it was really hard. But Kevin was like, I literally don't want to go back out there. Yeah. So he didn't. Yeah. And I thought that was really strong. I thought that was to, 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 to know when it's time. And, 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 and now he's also quit the transitions, which, yeah, yeah, which I was yeah. like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you quit because you don't feel comfortable on the bike and then you're going to jump 140 yeah, feet in the dark. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I would agree with you with that I'm like, that's more dangerous than racing, right? Yeah. There. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good series for sure. I like to see rocks in it. I like to see Webb for the whole series. And Chad gives everybody hope every Saturday night that you're like, can the old guy quote unquote, pull it off once again? Um, the, the 250 class, it, it's uh, Zach Osborne. I, I, I'm not friends with a lot of the guys, but I do consider Zach a friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. Um, it's really neat to see a guy sort of find his path finally. Like, look, okay, he's old. He's, you know, in the 250 class. I get it. But you don't normally turn your career around into being a winner if you're not winning earlier on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, it's I, really I, neat to see. And like, like Martin Davalos, you know, almost you know, making that title run yep. a couple years ago. Without, you, know, yeah. you can bag on a guy that stays in that class for as long as you want. But uh, I, I would suggest you go back and look at the career of Mike Jones or the career of Denny Stevenson. Guys yeah. that got moved up before Buell, they're Jeremy Buell. before they're really ready, yep. and uh, consequently they don't get to have that, that 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 long career. I'm not a fan of moving people uh, out of the the 250 class. Uh, we don't do it outdoors. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of it in GPS. I, I think yep. there are guys that just quite honestly are 250 riders, just like Steve Lampson was a 125 rider. Sure, but. Um, I, I I I love what's happening with Zach. Yeah. Uh, I think that Savachi's going to get all kinds of wins, uh, 250s and 450s. But I, I think that the sentimental favorite right now is certainly yep. Zach. Certainly Bobby Hewitt's Husqvarna team, and uh, you know he's from Abingdon, Virginia, right down the road yeah. from West by God, we're, and we're all pulling for him. Remember, he was a KTM 80, like the next guy at he KTM. Won, huh? He won the KTM Junior Supercross Challenge. Atlanta yeah. in 98. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he was, he, he was number 338 for the longest time. Yeah. He was the original 338. <laughs> he and, was. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and, and he was, a uh, you know, and I remember Pingree almost got all of our asses kicked because he wouldn't stop calling him snack pack Zach. Well, <laughs> Ping, the last laugh I think is with snack pack. <laughs> yeah. We should call Ping up and be like, how do you feel now? Yeah. He's one, one away from you, buddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. That's true. Um, yeah. And, and one title away. <laughs> um, Adam Cincerillo, you've seen this kid at Loretta's forever. You know, he signed an unprecedented, like, I think it was a six year deal with, with Kawasaki and Mitch and everything else. It, well, there wasn't Five. unprecedented. That was, that was, that was Robbie Raynard signed that deal. Did he have that same kind and, of thing? And, in 90, was, 91, 92. Okay. Uh, now, ironically, uh, Adam's contract is up this year. This is his last year. He's, you know, I think he's talking to some other teams. I look for him to stay at, at PC. But um, where are we at with Adam Cincerello? Like, I don't know. I, I think Adam just needs to get through this season yeah. healthy. Yeah. He's got a win, which, uh, uh, you know, you could see in his face and in the way he, he greeted Mitch yeah. uh, at, at Daytona after he won, just the, the sheer joy and, 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 and relief in being back. Uh, I, I'd love to see him get to the outdoors and, and, and put together a good, strong summer. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I think that Adam Cincerilla and Aaron Plessinger are going to be much better 450 riders than 250 riders. They're yeah. two 
big. Yeah. And, and it's the Pastrana sort of syndrome. You know, if, if you make a habit out of crashing and you're that big, you're going to get hurt. And, and, uh, Wyndham never crashed. So Wyndham never got hurt. Yeah. You know, so tall guy, tall, tall yeah. guy made it, but with Aaron and, uh, Adam, I just, I just think that, that they're, they're giving up and, and Mookie, they were giving up so much in, in weight and, and yeah, you height. Look at Jeremy Martin, you look at, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, and that, that is to me, that was the surprise of the year. It was Jeremy it was Martin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I I think Adam, you know, is is doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, taking taking that fourth or fifth when he gets it, but taking that win, that shot of win when he gets it. But just as long as he stays healthy, I think uh, we should all be happy. That practice thing with Osborne, you know, I mean, okay, they both were in the wrong. They're both, you know, laying their egos out in early in practice. Was probably, you know, you're, you're just going, come on, guys. But anyways, Osborne hits them, and that hit that Osborne did has been it's happened you know dozens of times this year and Adam goes down and grabbing his knee you're like oh no yeah. like like I when, oh. when uh, yeah, uh, uh, Jeff Canfield texted me I was, I was not watching the Supercross live yeah. feed, but Jeff Canfield texted me and said uh, Zach and Adam fooling around in practice yeah. Adam goes down he's on the the, the medic uh, yeah. the Alpenstar's mobile yeah. Alpenstar's mobile medic cart and I'm like oh man I said bad and he goes maybe yeah maybe yeah and, uh, and then I got online got on vital found the, the the highlight clip and I was looking at it, I was like what the hell were they doing <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah it's it's I think like Hewitt and Peyton would like to know too yeah well I, I don't think they'll do it this week <laughs> no no I don't doubt uh, hey talking a little bit about Racer X 20th year of Racer X and, and again we did that podcast and everything else but um, why why is Racer X not a sponsor of this show you want to know the honest truth yeah I, I went to you and said. Hey, I want to do this Thursday noon show. I, I said the other magazines wouldn't cover it if I was a sponsor. <laughs> no, I think you thought I would I would start swearing or something and people would get mad at you. Which, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize that you were actually going to do it in your bedroom, in your underwear, <laughs> yeah, no, with yeah. some stranger over here in the corner. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize that, 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 that the way you pitch the show is the way you run the show. Yeah. That's, and that's, yeah. that's lean and mean. It is, it is. Well, that's <laughs> the only thing anybody's ever said about being lean. 702-586-757. Got a few lines open. Give us a call. Let's talk some Detroit Supercross. I'm stoked, Davey, when it comes to Detroit, um, that felled a few years ago. They, in a homage to Pontiac, they started going into the stands. That Pontiac Supercross, where it went in the stands for yeah. I don't twenty years or whatever, that was so cool. Yeah, I got to I got to ride uh, that race in '85, and um, I can tell you that 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 it was. It was like going down the Peristyle at, yeah. at the, the Los Coliseum. Angeles Coliseum. I got to do that too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, things like that. You know, it's funny. I don't remember much about my racing career, but I do remember jumping in and out of the LA Coliseum. Sure. And I remember going to the stands of Pontiac. Yeah. And I remember a couple years later, Todd DeHoop falling off the back of his bike coming down because you came down and yeah. then he hit a triple yeah. and he literally got stuck in the back of his bike. Like his body went sucked into his seat. <laughs> oh, and I think Keith Turpin crashed pretty good there once. Yeah. And I think now that I think of it, I think RJ broke his hip. And it wasn't on the the thing up in the stands. Is when you came down out, yeah, yeah. Because you, then you g no. out, you g out, and then you hit a triple. Soft Michigan dirt yeah. in the winter, and then the bottom of it was always ruddy. Yeah. And I remember the same thing with with riders I worked for over the years. They were like, "Hey, it's you're hauling ass down there." Yeah. I like how Felds brought it back though. They go oh, yeah. all the way down the length. We're going all the way to Length Stadium and going halfway up the stairs and making a left and, and come down. I think it's gonna be really cool. Yeah. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. I, I like I said, I was planning on being there, and uh, instead it looks like we're gonna road trip to uh, New Jersey instead for my annual guys road trip. <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the, uh, so I take my non-racing friends well, to that's a race, the race where, where we, we never see you. You're just, you're in, I, I, in last York. year I was in the Statue of Liberty with my daughter. <laughs> it's like, so they're like, Hey, are you here? I'm like, uh, sort of, I can, 
I, 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 I yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you have to do that every now and then. Keep your sanity. Right. Plus, my my friends really uh, appreciate it, enjoy it, and uh, you know, it, it's. It, well, let me ask you this. So you're older than I am, but you did my job for a long time. Going beat, every race, beat man on the races. Yep. Whether it was for ESPN or whether it was your freelance gig, Cycle News and Dirt Bike, Dirt Rider, and all this. When do you when do you you just get a point where you're like I don't want to go anymore I want to stay home I don't want to go on an airplane? Uh, yeah, you know, with with me and and you know I, I know you have these three lovely children laying <laughs> around fur babies. Yeah, but but I when when I had um, Vance yeah uh, and, and and then Sloan. And Sloan would like Vance would hide my book bag. Oh no way! He was Before, hiding. He things. knew it when you left. Yeah, anyway. when I was going yeah, to leave, yeah. and I was like, you know what? Um, my time would be better served focused on the magazine mm-hmm. and, and, and this family uh, than going to every race. And, and, and at that point, seriously, how many times? Could you wait all afternoon to say, Ricky, how do you feel? Or Jeremy before yeah. that. Or Jeremy before that. Jeremy, how do you feel? <laughs> right. Jeremy, that was a great job. Great yeah. start. Great race. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, well I, uh, <laughs> I won. And I'm like, okay, well, no surprises uh, there. I was in the bar with you, Davey, last night. <laughs> we were having some bar- beers last night. It was it was a lot more fun when Jeremy was on top. It was. I can even than vouch Then it was for that. when yeah. Ricky and 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 uh, James Malaco and, yeah, and uh, yeah, James yeah, and no. those guys. But but the, but I I've had plenty of fun with Chad and yeah. Kevin and and some of those guys. The, and you you joke about that, but Davey, I watched that for that '96 Oral History Story, McGrath Supercross. I watched those races. That's all you did. <laughs> you're joking, but you're like, Jeremy, another win. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> let's, let's do it. Uh, Art Ekman, throw it back to me. I'm with, I'm with Skip Norfolk. Skip, <laughs> Skip, tell me about the message on the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, breathe. Breathe. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, I can't tell you, Davey, now I do all these, all these janky shows, and I, and I write observations and, and RacerX podcasts, and I'm very active on social media. I cannot tell you. I can't get through a day without a James Stewart question. I can't. It's impossible. A call, a tweet, an email. I can't get through a day. Not to telegraph what's in the next issue of the magazine, but we've all been going through that. And um, we told Wygant, we told Weege, when you're you're at Daytona, go find James Stewart. Because he won't return a text. He won't return a call. He's gone cold on social media. The last time he posted was Anaheim evening. Yeah. Uh, And uh, and I'm like, then, then... then go look for him. Yep. Pull pull a pull a gay Talese. The go Frank, find like evil Knievel. Yeah, Frank Sinatra has a cold. You know, which is a famous short story from es- Esquire. Okay. Anyone listening, if you want to read a fantastic piece of American literature, okay. We're going to divert gay, here. Yeah, but, yeah, a guy named Gay. But, but, but this this makes okay. sense because it gets back to the Stewart thing. Right. Gay Talese was tasked by Esquire magazine to do a story on an aging Frank Sinatra. Okay. Sinatra didn't want to talk to him. He didn't want to confront the question. Frank, are you? Almost done. Yeah. Are, are you Are getting you retired? Old? Are yeah, you retired? Yeah, right. He was. He was here in Vegas. He was in residency, and Frank wouldn't talk to him for a year. And every time he he get close, someone would say, "Well, Frank has a cold. Frank yeah. Sinatra has a cold." So he said, "You know, the hell with it." And he wrote the story without ever talking to Frank Sinatra. Yeah. It was called "Frank Sinatra Has a Cold," <laughs> and uh, it, it was a Pulitzer Prize winner. You can find it online. It's okay. amazing. Just Google right. Frank Sinatra Has a Cold. Anyway, we sent Weege to Florida and said, 
Yeah. Go find out yeah. if James Stewart has a cold. Yeah. And uh, he ended up talking to a lot of people, specifically uh, Big James, yep. Mookie, uh, Chris Wheeler, at Suzuki, uh, a bunch of different people. Sponsors, yep. yep. Yeah, yep. But, but, yep. but couldn't couldn't get a hold of James. And so the, 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 the story takes place between two gates, the starting gate at Daytona and the front gate of the Stewart compound. Yeah. 94.5 miles. And that's as close as James Stewart's going to get to a starting gate this year. We believe. Yeah. But yeah. we don't know the it, answer because he hasn't answered. I don't like it. I, look, it's his career. It's his life. He can do whatever he wants, Davey. But I hate it for him that this is the how he's going to go out. I, hate I, it. I wrote my column a couple months ago. 15th, the Washugo, he, he deserves better. I hope he gets better. Yeah. But, but, but when, when, when Weege, who did a fantastic job of his feature, you're, you're going to yeah. love it. He's not able to ask the question, so he can't really answer it. But in investigating the question, you see where this is headed. Yeah. And I don't know that, that we'll see James back out there because, you know, it takes a lot of, you know, we're talking about Cooper Webb and yeah. Chad Reed and the commitment it takes to, 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 to beat a Eli Tomac, a Ryan Dungey, yeah. uh, a Cole Seeley. I mean, right. those, those guys yeah. are cutthroat and yeah. they're good. And they're there every lap, every corner, every jump. Uh, when you're away from it as long as, as James has been now, and, 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 and you don't have the equipment that they have, and you don't have the drive. I mean, he might have the drive, but yeah. he doesn't have the... He's been there so many times and, and, and had so many disappointments at the same time. It's it's awful risky to go out there and, and, and you know, we saw it last year, how fragile he can be, you know, because yeah. of all the, the yeah. concussions. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's sort of a Pastrana-like thing. And, uh, you know, not everyone gets to pull a Stefan Everts. Not everyone right. gets to be Ricky Carmichael, Ricky, yeah. win the Des Nations, and park it. Not yeah. everyone gets to be Roger DeCoster or Brock yeah. Lover, yeah. where you literally yeah. win your last race, and then you literally yeah. take off your boots, and that's it's it. Just a, it's just a sad ending to an amazing career. I, it's, yeah. it's a, it, I don't think it's a sad ending anytime someone walks away okay. from, from the yeah. sport, yeah. And especially with the, the success. The, 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 there are other ways to go out that, that, that are really sad. Yeah, no, but you if, got a point. But yep. when you're unsure, take a break. Uh, let's get to some phone calls. Justin, what's going on? Thanks for calling the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. What's happening? Hey, uh, I just want to get you and Davey's opinion. I kind of know you're Steve, but um, from a uh, race promoter standpoint, man, I I remember 90s Moto, especially like that 97, 98, and then 2000s. The opening ceremonies, I think, are just horrible these days. And I know these guys are robots and they're paid to race, not to uh, do tricks and stuff, but uh, with arena cross and everything starting to look and feel more like uh, WWE, do you feel like the opening ceremonies are just at the all time low or what do you think we could do to make it better? Cause people love that stuff. Well, I, I, I think that, that Feld does a fantastic job with uh, the razzle dazzle and everything. I, I just, I do know that, you know, when you see it 17, 18 times, uh, year after mm. year, that, that it can it can kind of wear on you. We have the same struggles with outdoor motocross. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to time a national anthem with a guy that's going to fly in with sparklers <laughs> on a parachute <laughs> or a winged bat suit. The, <laughs> the one thing, like, we used to have, and I've talked about this, and I don't blame Feld for this, Carmichael, Stu, uh, McGrath, they used to do hot laps at the end of the opening ceremonies, and they would Ricky would get upside down, Jeremy yes. would do a knack knack. People would lose their minds. Somewhere around the Dungy Villa Potal era, Davy, the guys started just mm -hmm. like doing just okay. We're gonna do a hot lap, and they wouldn't do anything. And Feld said, I remember Todd Gendro from Feld told me, "Yeah, if you guys aren't gonna do anything, we're not gonna have you out there." And they canceled mm -hmm. that hot lap. 
Now, they brought it back here and there, but I blame some of the riders because that used to be the time to get flat, you to do a knack-knack, to, you know, and it didn't happen, and, and I don't blame... Just like I don't blame Feld for canceling the bank banquet when people nobody showed up, right? I, I don't blame him for canceling yeah, the hot I, 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 you know, like I said, we we struggle with all that too. But yeah. um, you have to remember, um, it's a lot on the line when you're uh, when you're when you're Ryan Dungey, Eli Tomac. Uh, think about mm-hmm. how 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 serious they take their racecraft. Ryan Villapoto is yeah. the same way. Yeah. They're they're using that that lap to <laughs> check out the track. They, and, that, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, but but, but 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 so so you know I. I it's a shame they can't give them two laps. You yeah, know? something. Yeah. Hey, first lap, do some tricks. Yeah. Second lap, do yeah. some sighting, whatever. But you know, it's it's uh, that's all fine until someone crashes. Yeah. Well, someone we, crashes and gets hurt, hey, and, and all of a sudden you're like, oh wow! And I'm the one who said go out there and show the fans some tricks. Windham over the bars, doing yeah. a nose wheelie. Yeah. Villament over the bars. Mm-hmm. But, like. but but I, I do think I do think that um, uh, when you have. You have 18 different, 17, 18 different Supercross races, yep. and and you know Daytona is you know obviously different. Uh, the production's different. The people are different. But but there just there comes a point where it does get sort of matter of fact or yeah. or, or yeah. What or do you do? Work right? a day. You know yeah. you you you've been doing it, doing it, doing it. And and when I take my friends, I was talking about earlier. Yeah. When I take my friends that one race a year. Their minds are blown with the opening ceremonies. They just—they're—they're just like this is the coolest thing ever because you don't see that when you go to a a, a basketball yeah. game or a WVU yeah. football game or whatever. You—you you do see something. I mean, everything yeah. uh, has some element of that. But but also, I personally wish the races were longer. Uh, and by that I mean the actual racing, and I love that they're doing this twenty minutes plus two laps thing. You do like it? I yep. do like yep. that. Yep. I do like that. Um, but but I think the opening ceremonies could be trimmed down a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, they mm. put a lot of effort too into those those videos, the opening ceremony videos. Those are cool. The riders, yeah, they're absolutely the, the riders, cool. let go of themselves. But Justin, I do blame the riders a little bit. And like Davey said, maybe they're looking for lines. Yeah. Because Carmichael used yeah. to go upside down. McGrath would do a knack knack, and everyone would lose their minds. So yeah, Pastrana would do a Superman off the finish line and crash sure. into the hay bales and get up. <laughs> and, and 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 how did that work out? Right. <laughs> hey, yeah. I still remember it from 1998 or whatever. I know. Was, so, yeah. no, that was, I, I was there. I was the reporter in 2000 at the Indianapolis Supercross when that happened. And and uh, yep. Pastrana went out on the the sighting lap before the main event and did did a, yeah. a Indian. The Indian Air Sea Crab and, and and crashed into the TV stand and and uh, and I looked over and Roger was on the starting gate and and you could just see <laughs> this this paleness this his face went white and then went red yeah. and I was like that kid is uh, that kid's gonna get a talking to yeah yeah uh, thanks Justin yep. thanks for the call man all right appreciate thanks, it guys. See all right, thank you uh, next up is uh, David David you have an MXDN question for Davy Coombs hey Davy how you doing good how are you Doing good, my friend. Hey, hey, hey I hit your uh, High Point National up every year. Uh, great job with that. Thank you. You'll um, you'll love you'll love High Point this year. We uh, got Randy Poulter out there. There's a bunch of changes. Uh, much better viewing. Much more fair start. We took the iconic High Point start out. Had to. It did was, you bring uh, the wall berm back? The wall berm is not back, but, but I'm, I'm going to I'm going to keep that in mind. Wall berm, bro. Wall great. Berm. Yeah. Brownie used to hit that thing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what's up, David? Wall berm. Hey. I remember back in 2010 when it was in Colorado, the designation. I think I remember them saying they had to change the track up significantly to hold the designations there. Well, 
was that still the standard? So if they go to Red Bull, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the, the. It wasn't the track so much as it was the the facility and the infrastructure. And uh, okay. to be honest with you, that's what got Jonathan Beasley in trouble in 2007. He had to do so much stuff to expand parking and and whatever uh, that 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 that. You know, even if there had actually been forty thousand people there, he would never have cleared what what he had to what he had to make. Um, the next place that has the designations, I'm guessing, already passes all uh, muster as far as what a motocross facility would need to be to host the motocross of nations. I've been to many designations, and I can tell you, there are few places that have it that are as nice as some of the motocross tracks that we have here in America. I agree. Not all, not all yeah. of them. Oh, all yeah. of them. No, no. I've been to some that you're like... Yeah, but the one like Camberley, yeah. uh, or Matterley Basin yeah. coming up this year is just a fantastic facility, yeah. and it's got everything in it. Well, where the destinations will be in 2018, I, I, I'm sure that uh, uh, people will look at that and be like, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, it's pretty good. If, if, yeah. if Matterley Basin were in yeah. America and better... It would be this. Yeah, my, my fear was like Larocco's lead being changed. So some of the no, not, none of that's not. That the, they'll be. I'm sure that UStream and, and their track folks will uh, have some input with the, the the promoter and the organizer and the track builder and whatnot. But uh, I, I think we've, we've we've gotten away from that idea, and, and it was bad in 2007. That that uh, the the back and forth between what what. Yeah. What John Ayers and, and Mark Barnett wanted to do to the track and what Ustream wanted to do. And it got sideways at the national, not the designations, oh, the okay. national. Because if you remember, Carmichael. Oh, yeah, it was a hard pack. Carmichael right? yeah. and Townley were livid, even though they won. Yeah. But Ricky was livid because uh, he didn't want the track to be like that for the designations. And it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. All right, uh, Dave, anything else? I have one more question. All right. You have Davey on the phone. And we're going to have the European Oh, he's in studio. He's not on the phone. He's in studio. Oh, he's on studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So where, what is your take, Davey, on the, this whole gear concept Steve talked about on the show? Are you... Are you for a fox a fox helmet? With oh, okay. He, he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> what? So, what? Dave, what? you're a promoter. How do you feel about this? Because I, I own Fox Instinct boots, and I'm about to buy the new 2017.5. Is this, the, is this the Home Shopping Network? <laughs> yeah. He, Coombs doesn't care. Yeah, I, I, I say uh, where where what you can afford and what makes you comfortable and what uh, is fashion forward. There we go. And, and, and uh, I mean, go. you guys remember my brother uh, raced in uh, that fast the frog gear or whatever Farachi it was. gear? No, For, not Farachi. No, what uh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Mike Jones wore it, too. I know what you mean. Yeah. Tim had an exclusive deal with them? Yeah, he, he still wears pajama pants <laughs> all the time. All right, thanks for the call, David. All right. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Have a good show. Appreciate it. Awesome. Uh, let's bring in our, our next guest. You got to go soon, or what are you looking yeah, at? Yeah, pretty soon. I'm going to okay. go out and take a look at the Hoover Dam, and then I'm going to go watch West Virginia basketball, and then a Britney Spears concert. Uh, <laughs> you hear that, JT? <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's a heck of a Thursday right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, remember, Jason Thomas used to run Britney Spears' sticker on his Husqvarna. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that. And, hey, by the way, congratulations on how well you're doing in the X3 class at uh, GNCC, Jason. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It uh, it's, takes up a lot of my time, but uh, I like to uh, dip you, my toes in every aspect possible, whether it's, whether it's testing for factory Honda. Yep. Uh, remember, there's for, a Jason Thomas at Honda. Yeah, yeah. You've lost your yeah. uh, British accent as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And i have uh, gotten awfully pale. Yeah. Um, hey, so while we got uh, this is funny, we're just talking about motocross the nations with our last caller and Davey, you've been to a ton of them and now it's coming back to America with, with MX sports cooperation with Ustream and JT. 
you and I. JT has nothing to do with it. JT and I have been, <laughs> I think, six years in a row now. We've been this nation's buddies, or maybe five. The team has lost every year JT's went, by the way, and they won the year he didn't go. So I don't know, Thomas, that might be you. But, like, what is going on? This is the longest uh, winless streak for Team USA since they came back in in 1981. I, I uh, you know, I, I think a lot of things, uh, it's gotten so close with countries like uh, France uh, and, and uh, the Belgians uh, that there's no room for error. Mm-hmm. And when you make that one mistake, or that one Japanese guy lands on you after you win, it, it, it kind of throws things sideways. If Eli Tomac doesn't go over the bars scrubbing at Tuichenthal, yep. I think we win that race. Uh, or Barsha doesn't go First down. First turn. Yep. Yeah. The, the only one that we lost outright and had no chance to be in was Lomel. Yep. Just because simply that... The, 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 uh, although I never thought the Germans would win. But, but yeah. we just we, we yeah. went there uh, without really knowing what was there. And I don't care what anyone says. There wasn't a lot of cooperation from the Europe-based teams to the American riders. They weren't sharing setups with the guy. Dungey couldn't get a setup from Caroli mm-hmm. or Caroli's people yeah, or whatever yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah not I, they, we, got, we got snookered in, in, in that one. And it, I don't know we would have ever had a chance to win anyway, but yeah. it sure didn't help that our guys, when the bottom fell out of that track, everyone in Europe knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Our guys did not. Um, JT, it's been... It's been uh... Ryan Dungey hasn't gone the last two years. Eli yeah. Eli didn't go last year. Uh, Jeremy Martin breaks his foot in in practice at Latvia right. or a qualifying day. You add all that stuff up, and and it it it, it knocks you. It, it's more than a throwaway. It's your fifth moto. That's the one that cost you, and and that's what's happened to us. We've 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 had some bad luck. I feel like though, JT. I'll start with you. I feel like Ryan Dungey's got to go. We got to. We, I mean, I know. Hey, 1992, nobody went. The, the, some of the greats said we don't want to go, and I get that. We got to get these guys back on the. And you know, Ricky kind of kickstarted it to get everybody back in. I feel like Roger needs Ryan. You got to go, Eli. You got to go now. Eli had to do those GPs. Well, yeah, but, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't mean to get in front of okay. JT on this, but but uh, I talked to Roger about this many times. Uh-huh. I talked to Kevin Crowther about this. One of the problems we have is. And, and I don't, you know, anyone listening in Europe who wants to, you know, say I'm making excuses. MX Jeff on line five. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> is he going to be here later? I heard no, MX no, Jeff was coming no. to the show. He's in town, right? <laughs> he wouldn't come by. I, I think that um, it's a matter of scheduling. Yeah. Our season ends the last week in August. The Destinations is the last week in September. They race to right up to the week before, two weeks before. Our guys... September is supposed to be your off month. That's when you switch teams, you get married, you have a baby, you move, mm-hmm. you do whatever. Uh, and you don't get to do that because you got to stay on it. And then there's, you know, it, it's such a feast or famine thing. Second place means you lost yeah. for an American. Yeah. You know, if Australia goes and gets second place, they're, they're going to party. They're going to party. Yeah. They're going to have a ball. Anyone gets second place, they're going to have a ball. We go and get second place and, and you think it's a funeral. And, and I think that that's built up on guys. And I think that also this year round thing that we've got going now, practically with, with the trainers and boot camp and riding facilities and whatever, it's really hard to carve that time out to use September to keep going and not get burned out in March. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's why guys make that decision. I, I do not blame Eli Tomac one bit for doing no, what he did either. last year. Yep. He had, he was forced to ride those two GPs, USGPs. When was he going to take a break? Yep. And now look at him. He's doing pretty damn good. 
you know, and, yeah. and, and, and he feels good. But then you have guys that, that, you know, Jason Anderson getting landed on. He's not really been the same Jason Anderson since then. And, 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 and took a lot of time out. And, 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 and you, you know, you go race the designations for country, but you go to Vegas and race for a million dollars. Sometimes that kind yeah. of builds on you. So, JT, do you think we come to a point where maybe, you know, some of the top guys don't go? I mean, Davey makes a good point. Yeah, um, it, it's tough. It's just the worst possible timing for us. Uh, the way you know our, our schedule is so unique compared to what the MXGP riders have because it's basically the last round that matters of anything for them until basically early spring when they get into their international you know racing um, again. For us, we're kind of turning the page more than anything. It's not that we're ending anything or starting anything. Uh, it's just a transition period because, as Davey said. These guys are switching. A lot of them are switching, you know, away from outdoors and into Supercross thinking and mode. And for them to continue on with their their outdoor training and to stay in a in a pace and form that can win the motocross nations is really really tough. When you're pushing it, you know, it's going to be October first this year, which is even later. Uh, that's tough because they have the Monster Cup and they have Red Bull Straight Rhythm, and forget about their boot camps and all these things that are mm-hmm. starting uh, November first anyway. So. It's, it sounds like excuses, I know, but there there is some legitimacy well, to it. It's just a really, really tough schedule when you factor in, you know, 29 races plus uh, Monster Cup and Red Bull Straight Rhythm, and God forbid you're doing Bercy or Geneva or any of that other stuff. So I, uh, I definitely struggled with Eli not being there, but I could also understand his reasoning as to why. Yeah, same thing with Dunge. I mean, I get it. He wants a year off. He's taking some losses, and as Team Captain America of the USA, he gets some heat, but we got to get these guys back into going somehow. I don't know how do we move the monster cup later? Do I don't, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you, 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 you know, like why can't the monster cup be later? I, I don't know. I'm, I, <laughs> I, 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 you're not talking gender. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, right. I, I, there's a lot of things that, okay. that are at play here, but, but the, the thing that I wish that we could do, is get the the close of our season closer to the close of the GP season, yeah. or theirs closer to yeah. us. But but here's the difference: in America, we have this thing called college sports and yeah. the NFL, and all that starts Labor Day. And if you're not done by yeah, I was going to say, have you noticed? Okay, the dynamic sports were we running? We used to be done September fifteenth. Yeah, right? yeah, but 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 but. Did you notice a drop off? At what, we, to... what we noticed was was people doing Supercross only deals. Yeah. James Stewart, Kevin Windham, Mike LaRocco, Chad Reed. Those guys were getting burned out. They came to us and said the schedule's too long. Okay, which which makes some of the talk about extending schedules now kind of oh yeah weird. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, uh, these guys want to be done yeah. by Labor Day. They want to be. They want to go on the river, or, yeah. or you know, the reason the USGP is going to be Labor Day weekend is because it, it does. It is a weekend that works. It's close to the end of our season. Uh, it's close to uh, you know, it's where the teams yeah. are and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, it's the only time to do it. But but the Monster Cup, I don't know what the availability is yeah. of the Thomas yeah. or the Silver Bowl. Or not, it's not the Silver Bowl. Yeah, it's it a, used to be the Silver Bowl. Yeah. It's Sam Boyd. Sam Boyd Stadium. Yeah. I, I don't know what, what you know the, the thinking is there. And it, it was traditionally yeah. the U.S. Open. Uh, but I, I wouldn't worry about the, you know, that's kind of the, the Monster Cup is a, is a, 
it, it shouldn't count for as much as the designations, and it doesn't. No, it, but it doesn't take the same effort, and and, and you right. know, that's where Feld you know takes it easy with the track, with the whoops, everything. They know that these guys are off-season transition, like Jason said, it's that very brief time to, to turn the page. The designations, full commitment. It's it's a, it's a month of your life. It's traveling to Europe. Mm-hmm. It's spending a lot of your own money. I mean, I remember Barsha. I think it was Barsha telling me that he had to pay twenty thousand dollars in plane tickets for his family between yeah, you know, yeah. girlfriend, trainer, yeah. family, mom, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's the, that's the, a hidden secret of the designation. Yeah, how much it, it costs. Team USA gets the same amount of money as Team Italy. Yep. Even if the race is in Italy, yep. and and I, I wish that was different, but you know, you, you if you give the Americans more money, then you got to give the Australians more money, and anyone who travels, but maybe that is the way it should be. Yeah, but, but it, your distance it, from the race or something. Yeah, but but it, it's like the Olympics, but the Olympics do pay now, and and uh, you know, federations pay, and I would just like to see us, you know, be competitive, and I hope that moving this GP to Labor Day and getting it two weeks for those nations will help keep guys. You know, yeah. make make it easier to commit to Team USA because I I agree I I want our best riders there, but I understand when they say no. Yeah, uh, Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show FlyRacing.com. Please check them out. Still looking to give away a Fly Racing Freestone Mountain Bike Helmet. Get Data Truck Hero and Pro Taper all on board with us. Let's get some more phone calls here. Uh, Bad Billy, what's up? Hey Steve. Hey DC. How you guys? Oh, it's, doing? it is Bad Billy. The Bad Billy. Yeah. Bad Billy Phelps. Yeah. yeah, no, but I know. I know. Uh, JT will like this. Uh, longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, actually, had a question for DC. Uh, congratulations on the recent partnership with Youthstream. And regarding the GPs, what are your plans to attract more American riders to attend the the USGP? Well, first of all, and and thanks for the question. Um, the Putting it as close as we can to the Nationals uh, helps. Uh, there's already commitment from, from the Monster guys uh, to be there. Uh, I've talked to some of the other OEMs. I think you're going to see, and, and I don't know why someone took this out of context, you're going to see a 40-man gate at the, at the GP, and, and at least 15 of those guys are going to be very fast AMA-placed mm-hmm. riders. Uh, not all of them will go, but, but I hope that, that we can attract the, the, the really good ones. Um, also, because there's one GP, there's not the same commitment to two like Eli had to make last year or Adam Cincerillo, you know, yeah. had, had to make it. Unfortunately, Adam got hurt in Charlotte. But, um, you know, that's going to help as well. Well, they're going to end up on Indiana, too. They'll be on the East Coast. The teams will be on the East Coast. Te- teams yeah. will be on the East Coast. And, and, and I think that, that it, also the fact that it's going to be a true outdoor facility uh, helps because it's not sort of that guessing game. And, and uh, you know, it was always a good race when I was at Glen Helen, but it wasn't necessarily a great event. And I think that's what, what we're going to try and put back into it is to, to make it something – that 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 it gets back to Carlsbad in the mid '80s, Unadilla in the late '70s, Mid Ohio yeah. when it was the Valvoline 125 GP. Those are those are big, great events, but they they went away because of the proliferation of Supercross, where the schedule just got longer and longer, and and people didn't want to do that event. I mean, if you think about it, Jeff Stant was the last guy who sort of said I don't want to do this, yeah. and then Emig and McGrath went and did Bud's Creek in '93 and got beaten. They didn't go back in '94. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're like, they're like, well, why do that? Yeah, you know, it's a lot of work. Yeah, and uh, so I, I'm, I'm hoping that 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 we'll be able to do that. And um, also, I think you're going to see little things about uh, this event that 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 are going to make teams want to be there, including, you know, I'm talking to some people in Europe. Um, 
about uh, having a futures race, something like let's call it the Ryan Villopoto uh, uh, invitational, and take take get, Zach Pichon yeah. and and sure. Max uh, 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 Liam Everts and some of these really fast kids over there, and get them to come over and ride one twenty fives or whatever, and against the twelve or fifteen best. Schoolboys from Loretta Lynn's. Stuff like sweet. that will make yeah. it really cool, I think. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, buddy. Hope you're well. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, JT, uh, earlier in the show, DC and I, and I wrote a column on Racer X uh, somewhere around the beginning of the year that DC probably almost fired me for. It was about the 250 super cost class because he does not agree with me on the moving up and everything else. And I get I, – I, I can go either way. I, I think, Davey and JT, that we can go full – 17 race 250 supercross class just like the nationals but i understand the why would i have four riders five riders that might hurt the program but or i'm in favor of more stricter rules like i wrote in that column and make a 450 class more important i'll start with you jt what would you do to the 250 supercross class what would i do to it uh i would watch it just like i'm watching it right now i think here we go i I don't see a huge problem in the 250 supercross class i really don't i don't either I I, right, I like I like hang up on both of you. <laughs> I like the fact that. Uh, uh, let me actually. Yeah. I'll put it this way: Would Jason Thomas have had a ride on the Fast by Ferracci Husqvarna team if there were only two riders picked for that 250? Absolutely not. No. No. And, no. No. Yeah, I get it. And, yeah, and, Mitch and, Payton and Geico. Why hire five guys? Four exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 uh, but but then it goes to four mechanics. And it goes to, you know, for uh, it, 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 it means jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone's in such a hurry, like, oh, I want to see all the stars. You will see all the stars. But right now, those guys are not the stars. They're working their way up. And, and if it takes them 10 years like Zach Osborne or two years like uh, Cooper Webb, mm-hmm. that's that's fine. That's up to them. The 450 class is the one that, that has the prestige. It's there. It gets more money. It gets more attention. It's the, it's the close of the show. It's where the, the, the factories uh, pay the most money, the most uh, bonuses. Uh, I, I don't see, you know, it's, it's really hard. We, we do it outdoors because it was always done that way. Supercross had an opportunity to make changes, and, and they, they, they made them. Yeah. And, it, and I, I like them. But the idea the class started, you know, in honor of your dad and the way it is now that no, that's, is, that's, that's gone that's it's gone no that's it did start in honor of my dad my dad started it yeah my dad and bill west were looking at supercross it's named in honor. Yeah, yeah yeah but but, but they were looking at supercross and they realized that that it, it was they were having heats semis double semis lcqs it was there wasn't enough yeah. time Racing, yeah. and, and and they would do really neat things like there was i remember anaheim 84 Bob Moore and Mike Healy battling it out on the 80s. It was fantastic. And the next year, there's a class for them. It's the 125 Supercross class. And, 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 and it was built to, to, to add to the show, to give guys a chance to learn Supercross. But the East-West thing was explicitly my dad's idea because there was a time when, when, when unless you were Jeff Stanton – and just exceptional. Eddie, Eddie Warren or whatever. Yeah. Well, did Eddie, yeah. Warren, Eddie Warren didn't do anything in 84. He yeah. did it in 85. Okay. Uh, Donnie Schmidt, uh, they, get, they had a chance to get noticed, to get rides, because they rode the 125 East region. And a guy like Jeff Matasevich and Willie Surratt and Mike Healy and Bob Moore, they rode the 125 West. And we know all those guys had, had a chance. And some of them became extraordinary athletes, and some of them you know, went away. The guy won the first Supercross. Todd, I, Todd Campbell never won again. Yeah. I just, JT, I don't like to see you said the 250 class is, is good the way it is. I, I'll flip it around on that and say, 
Mookie had to start our own team basically to get a ride. Bogle is a past champion, not making much money. Dino was out of a van to start the year, and I feel like these guys, these guys should be have rides. They're past champions, and not in the case of Dino. Dean's the, the winningest 250 Supercross rider to never win a title. So, I mean, I don't know. I just want to see these guys with rides and making money. Yeah, I mean, but where do you where do you think you're going to pull that from? What if we made you know some of those 250 sponsors go into 450 class somehow by you making, make you're going to make them? Well, you don't you make it by making the 450 class a little more important. So you you think that sponsors will find more value in Dino getting 11th than they would uh, somebody getting third in the 250 class? Well, if we don't, you know, if we cut back on 250 class importance somehow, some way, is what, what kind of what I wrote in my article. Why are you but, trying? To, why are you trying to save this? Point? What you, I'm not. You're trying I'm to not. Fi- you're trying to fix what's. Fact, you're trying to fact, fix what's not broke. Well, I hate the fact that if you are successful, you, you're the fastest rider. You win the title. You do your job. You win the title. You're the number one guy. Bogle, Mookie. There's nowhere to go for you. That's a. That's Bogle a. Got a ride. That's a market. That's a market thing. That's 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 not a structure thing. That is the market that we have right now. That is the 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 fact that it takes X amount of money to get a very elite rider, mm-hmm. and it only leaves you a chance to hire a second guy that's sort of like a backup. Right. Will Hahn was in that role when you know with RV uh, briefly, and then and then with Eli, and now Josh Grant's in that role. Right. Uh, to 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 some degree, Cole Sealy's kind of in was in that role for. For for Ken Roxon, you know you, Cole Sealy's not making what Ken Roxon is making, you know. But you can't have a second Cole Sealy and afford yeah. Roxon. So are our, so uh, that's why that's do, why Bogle and Wilson didn't do have rides. Do our Dungies and Roxon and, and Tomex make too much? I don't. That's market value. Though. That's market value. Okay. Okay. That's you or me or DC to decide. That's up to the teams. Where do they place the value? You know, I mean, they're they're setting the market, and the riders are negotiating and it's all leverage yeah, yeah. No, I don't, no, I don't no. know how you regulate that or why well, you know that's you would salary cap it but this is not a league yeah you can't you can't uh, yeah. so you can't do that but i mean i hate the fact that malcolm butler is leaving the new england patriots you know right. after after basically helping them win two super bowls but he's a free agent they don't have enough money in the salary cap no matter how much money tom brady gives back that's just the way it goes i don't see that ever happening in motocross and supercross i see agents like steve astefan getting every dime they can for their guy yep. not for yeah nobody's forcing the second yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, that's yeah. that's their job and and, right. and to some degree i think that you you can say uh, some of these agents have have have, have by doing their job so well, you know, made for this this real imbalance where we have sort of we don't have a bell curve, we have a pyramid, and the pyramid <laughs> goes straight up at the top. Yeah, you're and right. The, and the guys right. making that money, you know, it, it was it, it was it's what happened to the Paris Bercy Supercross. Yeah. You know, you you you, you had. All the top riders there. Yeah, ten and then all guys, of a sudden, all ten sudden, guys making twenty grand yeah, each. And then, and yeah. But then Dave Stevenson's like, "Well, you know what? Jeremy ought to be making most of the money because that's what everyone wants. To, everyone yeah. wants to see." And all yeah. of a sudden, Jeremy's making all the money. But then Emig becomes champion in '97, and they're like, "He's like, I'm the champion. I should get that much money." Yeah. Guess who his agent is? It's, it's Dave Stevenson. Right. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 right. it all of a sudden, all that all the money went to one athlete, and that's why Paris Bercy isn't quite what he used to be. Uh, question for you, JT, about fantasy. Ryan, what's going on? Welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. What's your question uh, to JT about fantasy? Uh, for JT, uh, I, I heard JT say something uh, earlier on the show. Uh, you guys recorded yesterday. On the fantasy, about, uh, yeah, the NFAB Racer X fantasy show. Yeah, the NFAB one. This is going to be uh, another hard week week for him. And I have to think that that only comes from 
him not being able to pick like Norin, who he picked last week and who failed miserably for him. Um, do, is there a reason that Justin is deciding to lock out and not make it possible to pick the same rider two weeks in a row? I feel like that's, if anything, forcing our hand to pick um, the same as other people because a lot of the same guys get picked when they have good handicaps and then they don't. And it forces you to pick another guy that somebody else is going to pick. Where I don't uh, have more options, Ryan. I don't mind it, but JT, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's uh, basically to avoid a situation where um, a guy is, you know, he's just coming back. Um, so I couldn't go pick uh, Barsha two weeks in a row or Norin two weeks in a row. It just adds some variance to it. And unfortunately, I'm on the downside of that right now. And I've been on the upside of it many times where where Dan Truman will be this weekend, where he gambled and said, you know what, I'm going to stay away from I'm going to stay away from Trey and I'm going to hope it doesn't pan out because next week I'll really capitalize. And I think it adds strategy. Of course, yeah, this weekend it's it's rough for me and I'd love to him have him let me pick two weeks in a row. But I think for the game, it uh, it adds a level of risk and strategy, and sometimes you just have to have to stay away. And I've done that with guys this year. I just absolutely decided not to pick Alex Martin at Minneapolis, and then it paid off for me the next weekend in Atlanta. So it swings both ways, and unfortunately, it's uh, it's going to swing right in my right in my butt this weekend. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm on so ESPN on a. On I feel like I'm on ESPN on a Sunday morning, and you know, ah, hey, I, should I take Tim Tebow or not? Let me tell you, these fantasy <laughs> games are big, man. I can tell. They are. People love them, and uh, we do a weekly show about it. Yeah. So. Take Alex Martin. He's due. <laughs> there we go. There, there we go. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, JT, I, I, I like it how you can't pick the same guy two weeks in a row, but it, it does make it tough, but it really adds to the game, you know? So Yeah, it hurts sometimes, but... I think it's important because otherwise you would just, you know, if there was a guy like uh, anybody with any kind of handicap, you would just stay with them until they, you couldn't ride them anymore, you know, and that's, yep. then everybody's doing the same thing. So uh, it just, it just, uh, it's always been that way. And I have thought about going the other way, but I just think it would, uh, it would bring up more problems and solve problems. Uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Uh, we're going to wrap it up in four minutes. And uh, so let's talk about. Uh, Wait, I, 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 I have a question. Uh, okay, I sure. have a question. Yeah. How cool would it have been if Tony Alessi had called in while I was here? <laughs> Tony <laughs> has called into the Pulp Show since the. Since the I, I, he I, says I, he's 50% less crazy. Tony is doing really good. And he to- is. Tony and I are, are friends. And we, we, we laugh about that sometimes. I, I'm real proud of. Uh, of uh, how that whole team is doing, I, we've I all we've yeah. all had our differences, but yeah. but uh, I, I I I it was it at this table where Villeman did the famous yeah, that, Tony that Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Um, Detroit this weekend, JT does Tomac make it nine point gap? What do you think? Or less? Uh, I'm going to say at least nine. I'm thinking maybe more like seven. You think Marvin the way Marvin's riding right now? Yeah, I just uh, you know. If you go on racetracksonline.com and read the Sign of the Lap Times article, uh, I believe Dan Carlson put that together this week. Mm-hmm. It breaks down really well where where Ryan's been struggling, and it's the last you know seven to eight laps. And uh, in the races that Marvin has been healthy and at his best, he's really taken advantage of Ryan in the last few laps. And you know it's very uncharacteristic for Ryan over the course of his career. But having said that, it's definitely noticeable. So. 
I think as long as Marv comes in, he was fastest in both qualifying sessions in Indianapolis last weekend. Mm-hmm. Detroit's very similar as far as dirt structure, uh, and I think he'll be confident. So I, I look for kind of the same result pattern. You know, there's always uh, some some variation or chance when it comes to racing, but um, in a vacuum, as you would say, uh, I think yes. it's probably going to turn out the same. All right, one more call from Luke for but the Supercross format. Luke, what's up? Welcome to the show. Uh, do you want the fly race and mountain bike helmet, Luke? Yeah, sure. All right, stay on hold after. We'll give you that helmet. Uh, what's your question about the Supercross format? All right, so everyone always talks about how they're paying all this money to go to the races to see the top guys, and they can't. They only see them, you know, at the in the heats and then in the mains. So I was thinking that they should go to ditch the semis and go to a like a dash for cast type of thing, where they take the top three guys that have mm-hmm. each heat, have like a I don't know a four lap dash for cash or dash for points, whatever you want to call yeah. it, and then just give like five points to first, four for second. You know, they, they, the they do it, um, to... Luke, every year they do it in, the, in Europe. They have a, uh, a eight-man gate, then four-man gate, then two-man gate for an intermission. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love it, Davey, but to try to tell the team managers, hey, we're going to need your guys out there for another race, I yeah, don't know. They, 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 it's, a, it's a neat concept, and as a fan, you'd love to see something like that in theory, yeah. but in a practical matter, uh, the, the OEMs race for championships. They race for championship points. They feel that, that, that one race should count for the points. Uh, and, and that's just, that's, that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and anytime that you get a little too clever, you know, with trying to add points here, do this or do that, it usually backfires. And most famously the Rodeo cup yeah. where they're going to do an inverted start. Whoever qualified fastest lines up last. So everyone went out and acted like they had food poisoning. Yeah. And, and at one point, Pekka Vekanen, I thought he got <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what though, Luke, one thing, and I've been, I've been vocal about this, the time main events at least give us you know i was saying give us our money's worth yeah i was saying in santa clara last year ryan dungey was on the track for uh, 17 minutes yeah and now and, he's on there you and, know. and, and to, to to feld's credit and 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 todd and dave and those guys they they heard those complaints yeah. and they they responded and i think it's been pretty cool i know that that it, it takes a, a little extra second or minute to figure out you know but it kind of for us it adds a little layer yeah. of, of of interest and and i also think that that you know they're they're out there doing their job, which is racing for the main event win. They're just doing it longer, and, and rather than add something, you know, yeah, dash cash, a dash whatever, for cash yeah. or whatever, I would I would just have longer racing. And I don't know how quite to do that. Uh, maybe have the heat races be longer, but but even then, you know, you see guys sort of settle in unless it's that fourth or fifth yeah. position. And it's Reed versus Dungey, which sometimes you get lucky, yeah. sometimes you see. But sometimes you don't, and they're just as boring as can be. Luke, thanks for calling. Stay on hold. We'll get you that mountain bike helmet from Fly Racing. All right. Thanks a lot. How uh, going? Thank you. JT, thanks for your time. Uh, flyracing.com, as always, we'll see you. Oh, you're not going. Detroit. No Detroit for me. Wow. You want to come see Britney Spears with me? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Man, that's yeah, a little uh, West Virginia big game tonight. They play Gonzaga, right? Yeah, four forty. I'll be, yeah, I'll be, I'll be uh, here. I'll be here at the show. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah hang out, watch some more. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, no, we're uh, we're looking forward to uh, watching it. And fingers crossed, we're in the Sweet Sixteen, and uh, uh, we'll see. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it's nice to be the underdog, and we're definitely that today. 
Leafs. Well, I fear for Brian Staley if uh, things go south. Uh, fear for his health. And also, too, Leafs Devils tonight. Big game in the NHL. I don't know what that is. <laughs> what sport is that? <laughs> Jerks, both of you. Thanks, JT. Thank All you, buddy. Right, see you guys. All, All right, right everybody. Uh, let's wrap this up with the outro there, Travis. I know you're new to the game. Davey, thank you for your time. Fly Race and Moto 60 hey, show. I told you, uh, if I'm going to be in the neighborhood, I'm going to stop by. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks very much, everybody. And uh, we will see you next week.